All right, Dropout University Season 1, Episode 2. Y'all know who it is, Josh Kravanik, back like I never left. Last week, if you missed it, you got to go back and check out the first episode. We talked about being honest, and not like honest, you can straight up tell your boss you overslept instead of making up some crazy story about cows on the highway. Of course, if you live in Atlanta, though, that's a valid excuse. Now, we're talking about can you be honest with yourself? Because chances are, if you're still listening right now, there's a gap between who you are and what you're doing right now and what you see in your mind as who you want to be and what you want to do with your life. And I'm going to pull from personal examples all throughout the series, but I just want to take a minute to clarify that I don't think I have it all figured out, and I'm sure as hell not perfect. The reason I'm so open and candid about personal examples from my life is I believe that there are some common struggles with self-expression and what the world expects of us. So my circumstances are unique, yes, but I don't necessarily think that the problems that I was facing when I was depressed or that I'm facing now are unique. Furthermore, I think we try a lot of times to hurry up and get to the end of the race and give a speech from the winner's circle because we want to see ourselves win and we want to celebrate it when we've already done it. I'm not here to do that. My passion is everybody going up around me. And I think we can get there faster and with less hurt if we actually talk about these struggles before we're watching the kids run around at the cookout, kicking back and joking about old times. So how do we get there? Well, what if I told you the whole point in being honest with ourselves was so we could identify the areas where we're weakest personally? You see, if we really want different results from our life, and this is a conversation I had to have with myself, we're going to have to do some things differently. And this is the key, major key, right? DJ Khaled, major key. If we want those results to be transformative, to completely change what we're seeing in our day-to-day, then we're going to have to do the hardest things first. I know you're probably thinking, but Josh, the last 12 months, the last 18 months, the last two years, whatever it might be, has already been hard enough. Why do I still have to do the hard things? This is how you know I'm really here for you and here to see you win, not here to sell you something. This is the real truth I saw in my life. So you can start every morning with an acai bowl and try to eat healthier, but if diet isn't your biggest problem, if it's not what's really holding you back, then you're not going to see far-reaching results. You might see a couple inches come off your waistline, but chances are the way you carry yourself will not completely change because of your fresh breakfast choices. Let me take y'all back to a place most of us probably never want to go back to. High school. That's right. See, I grew up in a household with a single mom. I'm the youngest of four children. By the time I was going into high school, all my siblings had moved out. So here I am, you know, big man, coming into high school, feeling like I'm four years away from having everything for myself and for my family if I do it the right way. And not only was it just me and my mom at home, but she was also between jobs at the time. And if y'all don't know my mom, man, shout out. She's a great saver. She really had us. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel the pressure of making sure we were taken care of. Here I am, 14, 15 years old. I have two very clear goals. I need a full scholarship for school to make sure my mom is taken care of and she doesn't have to worry about me. And just like every other 15-year-old guy, I want to find a girl, right? Now, that second one might sound crazy, or if you're not a guy, you might just think that's how we all think when we're 15. But I was set on something steady, right? Because even though it's high school and, I don't know, maybe 
85% of high school relationships actually make it to marriage. I'm someone who has divorced parents myself. And if you're someone with divorced parents, you know that pressure, that thought that's always in the back of your mind that you might end up in the same situation. So from the earliest time that you start dating, it's something that's there. Then I turn 15, I get my permit, and in the town where I'm from, if you have your permit, you can drive a golf cart all over the city. Shortly after, I also got a job at Kroger bagging groceries. So shout out to Kedron Village Kroger if you're from Peachtree City. I probably bagged your groceries. As a 15-year-old, I was up. I could go anywhere I wanted. I have a job. I'm helping out at home. And my grades are looking really good. I'm on my way. Four years go by like that. In May 2018, I'm getting ready to graduate with a full scholarship. And I have a girlfriend. So when I tell you you couldn't tell me nothing, boy, you could not tell 18-year-old Josh nothing. What I had no idea was happening, however, is this whole time I'm rooting my identity in three things that are completely external to me. Being a son, my relationship, and going to college. I love my mom to death, and I will always make sure she's taken care of, but my identity is not to spend my life looking out for her every second. I want to be the best boyfriend and ultimately husband that I can be, but my identity is not based on who I'm with or if I'm with anyone at all. And I love learning, but my identity is not in being in school, and it's not the only way to get smarter. Y'all ready for the hard part now? I was honest enough to admit to myself that I was doing these things to feel wanted, right? So going back to the first step, be honest. But the hard part, the hard part, though, was deciding to do what made me feel like me, not what made me feel wanted. One example, I always wanted to be the friend who people called. You got yourself in a sticky situation or something happened late at night. You just need someone to talk to and process it. I'm your guy, right? My phone is always on for you. What happened over years of doing this, though, is I neglected my own needs. I'm not getting enough sleep because I'm up late talking on the phone or I'm distracted in conversation because I said I was available, but I haven't had enough quiet time to just order my thoughts. It got to a point where I felt like I was there physically, but my mind was not. And all of this was built on the idea that I'm here to serve other people and make them better. I believe ultimately that's why I'm here. Except I gave for the purpose of being seen as a giver, not for other people's benefit. The hard part, the adjustment, was letting the calls go to voicemail. The hard part was walking away from relationships that weren't good for me, even if I was afraid of being alone. The hard part was leaving school even though I had always been known as one of the best students. See, all these things felt good. They felt really good to hear. But I was doing them for that very reason. The hardest thing you'll have to do, what we're ultimately working towards, is finding your identity for yourself. I know for me, I had to delete some numbers out of my phone. I had to leave social media. I had to quit my job where people talked to me however they wanted. I had to have painfully difficult conversations with my family. All that might sound extreme, but like I mentioned last week, there was a time in my life not too long ago where I didn't have the energy to get out of bed. Now I have an urgency every day that I wake up not feeling like that. I'm not saying it will happen overnight for you either. I just got tired of waiting for life to magically give me all the time I needed to get it together. Because even when the world came to a stop, I found I had no idea where to start. 
So let's take inventory this week. Over the next seven days, I challenge you to evaluate the people you have around you, the habits you formed, and the identities you're holding on to. Because the hardest things to change, in fact, the things we must change if we're gonna make this thing last, will be the things you hold most closely. People, places, and behaviors that are so ingrained in your life, you rarely even consider they might be stunting your growth. Will it be uncomfortable? Yes, but only you know the person you wanna be. And you'll never be that person if you allow your relationships and your titles to define who you are. That's my time for this week, guys. Season one, episode two, Dropout University. I'm Josh Kermanic. Be you, be great, and until next time.